Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdullah Keep Shabazz, Jim Merritt. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. And before we begin the show today, as we always do, we meet the panelists. He spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate, rose all the way to number two, the great Jim Merritt. Hello. I'm, how are you? I'm great. All right. And joining us uh, on the hotline today, you know him. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. And he is the owner and operator of IndyPolitics.org. Abdullah Keep Shabazz. Abdul, Hello. Well, I'd like to think Jim Merritt. I don't like to think number two, even though we step in it from time to time with this program, but Jim's a good guy. I agree. All right. <laughs> Let's start with the big news that came down yesterday. Todd Rokita is going to have a challenger. Her name is Destiny Wells uh, in the race for attorney general next year. She ran against Diego Morales last year. Uh, didn't do very well. Diego uh, essentially beat her, what was it, 60 to 35-ish. Uh, and so... Jim, we'll start with you. She's hopping uh, right back on. You got to give somebody credit. You get your backside handed to you by the voters, and well, she's not going to be deterred. You know, I, I, I admire her. Uh, I for think what? that, huh? For what? For putting her name on the ballot after such a, uh, just a, a getting kicked off the kicked. Uh, during the uh, election, she she wasn't kicked off the ballot. She was just kicked in the team. no my faux pas. And and but 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 uh, she's a veteran and uh, and she's willing to put her name out there. But it's just not going to happen in twenty twenty four. Yeah, okay, Abdul. So I know you and Rokita go way back. So I'm going to be curious to get your perspective on this. There is something shameless about losing to arguably the worst statewide candidate to ever seek public office in the 207-year history of the state and then going, I'm getting right back in it. Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't Destiny Wells since you uh, ran for Secretary of State. We have a good relationship. I know our campaign people are all friends because we're all the political class. So you try, not, you try to keep your politics aside in certain issues. With that said, however, the odds obviously do favor uh, Todd Rakita. And trust me. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's attorney general and nothing to do with the fact of his charming personality. <laughs> Go ahead. Todd Rakita is ahead because sometimes in politics it's better to be lucky than good. Well, and so that's – that. Abdul, will start with you well, on this, and then we'll go over to Jim. It's just such a Republican state, and she she really stepped in it last year, being all in on this on-demand abortion stuff, which has nothing to be do with Secretary of State. She's not going to be able to wiggle out of that. Well, maybe, maybe not, because the thing is, uh, I don't know if there's been any polling done as of late uh, with Hoosier's attitude to, to the reproductive rights issue, because that, because trust me, that'll, that'll probably have something to do with it. Number two, uh, if you're if you're a Democrat looking for something national to, to put your money into, if you look at the governor's race, Jennifer McCormick, eh, well, whatever. 
Uh, I would put I, if I was a Dexter Democrat, I look for money to be second to Destiny Wells' race because that's going to be uh, bad crap crazy. To, to pardon my French, uh, Jim Rokita is a terrible attorney general. I mean, he has no business being attorney general, but she's a total lunatic. Well, look at it this way though: Ohio just passed their their resolution, their change to the constitution regarding the 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 life issue. What she will do, I predict, is make abortion the issue statewide in the state of Indiana, and it won't work. Uh, the why, ter- why, are, why are we different than Ohio? Well, I, th- I think we're just a much more conservative state than, and than Ohio is. But uh, I, I, I don't think that's going to uh, work. I, I think that the our, our Attorney General, uh, Todd Rukita, wakes up in the morning looking for controversies. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that, that the, uh, the legislature... Uh, really loves the attorney general because that is the individual and and Todd has filled this bill of defending the their legislation slash laws uh and and they've and he's done it very well in their in their stead and so uh it, the legislature has the attorney general's back uh it, it, he is uh, wanted on the Lincoln Day uh, Lincoln Day dinner circuit, uh, he can get in his plane and fly anywhere in the state of Indiana. He's 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 loved in lots of corners of the state, and and Destiny will will uh, try to put him as the issue along with abortion as the issue, and that's a failed that's a failed. Uh, All right, strategy. so Rakita just got a reprimand. Go ahead. I, I respectfully disagree with my good friend Jim Merritt on, on the abortion issue. Uh, because unlike uh, Ohio, which was basically done by referendum, and Kentucky, where it was sort of the, the governor on the ballot, so to speak, Indiana's abortion law is already sort of in place. Because Indiana, because remember, Jim, Indiana was one of the first states, actually the first state the legislature, actually uh, res- restricted abortion rights in Indiana. And the latest the, the latest survey, so basically they're almost like none performed. And so I think from that perspective, the, the cart is sort of out of the horse. I'm not quite sure how the abortion issue will play per se, unless people just sort of voice in their, you know, voice, unless people just sort of voice their, like, hey, you know what, this guy voted for abortion, voted against abortion rights, I'm going to vote, I'm going to vote for destiny. Okay, so let's talk about the Rakita getting a reprimand from the Supreme Court. Uh, this is the, obviously, now the second uh, attorney general in a row to face disciplinary action of some sort from the Supreme Court. He, of course, went on Fox News and acted like a total idiot and flapped his gums about that abortion doctor that performed that abortion on the, on the uh, what was she, like a 10-year-old girl, and that was totally unprofessional of him, and that's why the Supreme Court hit him with that. Does does anybody even, will even, Abdul, we'll start with you on this. Will anybody even remember that come next year? And if so, is it an oh, issue people oh. are going to vote on? Oh, I think the TV commercials will all help people remember when it comes when it shows back up. Yeah, because as soon as you mentioned that, it's like you know what? I remember the whole thing, the whole about him being a fox with the cheesy grin on his face and the whole nine yards. I just see that in a fifteen-second digital ad or a thirty-second television commercial over and over and over again. Like you said, you may be because once again, you may be upset about the about the way the legislature handled the abortion issue. May not, there may not be anything you can do about it to take care of your lawmaker, but you can take it out on Todd Rakita and watch Todd, Todd Rakita become the face of, of the anti-abortion movement. Well, I, I, you know, I, I agree with you that it's going to uh, Destiny's opportunity or her her um, suggestion that make Todd Rakita the uh, uh, the life the abortion issue poster boy. I, I'm, I think that's what she's going to do. I'm not saying it's going to. Uh, succeed, but I think that's the issue that's going to happen. 
uh, in regards to this ethics issue, uh, th- that is a ready-made commercial against the attorney general, but also his response to the decision was uh, in in some eyes untoward and, and, and messy in its regard. And if he gets another report, another complaint placed against him, that, that plays a role as well. But um, uh, Todd is, is uh, well set with the Republican Party and with it being a red state. Uh, he probably beats her as badly as Diego did. Uh, okay, so Jim, you know these people, right? Mm-hmm. You served around them for thirty plus years, and you were undefeated as a as a senator, right? Like yes. you never, you never lost. Never lost. You're uh-huh. like uh, had lots of primaries and lots of generals. Yeah, you, but, but I mean, you are always you always had your hand raised in eight, eight times on the ballot just for generals in victory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you don't know what it's like to to lose a, a state level race. No, I I I don't, but I I definitely. I definitely, uh, uh, I know what I know what failure looks like. Well, yeah, when you ran for mayor, but that's because that's because they left you for dead. Um, but so my question to you was: there's something off about someone who just gets thoroughly just manhandled in an election and runs against. I mean, if you were ever going to beat someone, Diego Morales was the absolute best person to beat. So that really says something about your candidacy, or at least your party. And, and and how they're able to help candidates. And yet she's right back here on now a different office going, they love me. They really must love me. Yeah, I it's um you know, you almost think that they took a poll recently <laughs> and said, Oh, there's an opening for me. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, thank you uh, uh for the last one. Let me have another loss. You know, and and it's going to be it's not even going to be close. And it's a different office. It's not like she's like, I'm going to give it another try yeah, it again. Yeah, statewide. And, you know, I, I don't think we have too many uh, members of the political class have actually gotten landslid. Landslid. Experience a landslide. And um, I think I'll go get another one. Uh, Abdul, you cover these people, but I have covered them for a very long time. I don't know. To me, there's something really off about what she's doing here when you are clearly told your services are not required and then she's like oh yeah i'll show you yeah but i've also got to keep in mind too that uh, a lot of elected officials who uh ran the first time lost and then came back uh to win um what is she this, Ni- what is she nixon well uh, nixon reagan heck uh i wouldn't say even eric holcomb and mike pence both lost uh their first races uh so so I know I know how much you love, love I'm not I'm not sure just excited to use those as guys as political yeah. examples but but it is true. Well, well um, we've I never had uh, Abdul we've never had anybody in in the last 50 years that actually lost a statewide general election and and come back and and wanted more. You oh, know, uh, Whitcomb Whitcomb in Indianapolis get elected third times either so. Well that's it's, true but um the state hasn't changed at all. I, I remember uh, Luger uh, beat Whitcomb and in, in for the U.S. Senate in a convention uh, after after Whitcomb won uh, became and, and was a one term governor because that's what the Constitution said at that time. But in my memory, and I've got a long one. I've been around a long time. In the last fifty years, we have not had anybody that's won, that's run a statewide race and then come back and said, "Oh, I want some more of that," and and won. This is unprecedented, and it um, won't happen. Okay, so 
<laughs> what do I, Merritt? I'm going to need you to help me out here. Mm-hmm. What do I do here? Because Rokita is a complete idiot and has no business being attorney general. But she, I mean, she is totally unacceptable and a total maniac. So what do I do? I got an idiot against a maniac. Well, the Republican Party says that's our attorney general. We're going to protect him. Uh, we're going to. No, I'm not nom- talking about the Republican. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking. And by the way, the vote total in in 2022, uh, I was off a little bit. Fifty four percent for Diego, forty percent for Destiny, and then like six percent for uh, Jeff Maurer, the Libertarian. So but she sure. did win precincts in Carmel. She, she, she did in Hamilton County. But, but what is a, a middle middle person like me who dislikes both sides equally? I've got an idiot and a maniac. What a terrible, what a terrible conundrum for me to be in. Well, because of straight line voting, <laughs> <laughs> you could hide it. And also, I can negotiate. I can negotiate with a maniac. Idiots can't get any figure thing out. Well, so there I, you go. I can assure you, Abdul, someone who believes in <laughs> sucking the brains out of a defenseless fetus from conception to live birth is never getting my vote. But I don't think I, Jim, I can't vote for Rokita, can I? Well, maybe your libertarian. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I mean, I, maybe the libertarians will run somebody decent. I yeah. mean, dude. I mean, Jeff Maurer was a good. Okay, so let's talk about this. Jeff Maurer was a good candidate for secretary of state. We can all agree, right? I mean, he was an, as about as good as they're going to do. And That's still exactly got, right. He's probably the best. Yeah, the best libertarian candidate and he that got I've s- seen. Whatever, five and a half, six percent of the vote. Yeah, they just can't. Yeah. Why, Abdul? Help me out with this. Why can the libertarians, other than rainwater, not make any inroads whatsoever? Well, I think part of it is too. Um, it's, it's money. It's money and its resources. I, I really do think so. And I think libertarians can do well if they have the if they have the money to compete. Uh, which you know, once again, it goes to fundraising, but also you got to have a you have to sort of modify your message. I mean, because for example, the countries come on the on the on the THC issue, the countries actually come around to libertarians. Yeah. On that one. So you know, one and, thing and, and that so, we haven't talked about is it's a presidential year. And in presidential years, Indiana is a Republican state yeah, through point. and through. Yeah, there's going to be so many people to vote for Trump or whoever the nominee is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's Jim. So, well, the, well, the steps of 2008 and 2012. Well, Indiana went for. Mitch. Ro- yeah, went for Romney in 2012. I mean, 2008. Yeah, but, also, uh, but also went uh, for Joe Donnelly in 2012, too. Well, that's true, but it was Murdoch. I mean, <laughs> come on. Although it's Rokita, so who knows? Yeah, good point. (laughs) FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Uh, Jim Merritt, Abdul Akim Shabazz. My name is Rob Kendall. The program State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, Merritt, you wanted to get into this. The, we're getting ready. What, org day is right around the corner, right? Yeah, it's it's Tuesday, and uh, everybody's going to be hearing this on Sunday. So for those who don't know, tell everybody what org day is. Well, we're, we're, um, we're recording this on Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and uh, and. Uh, two weeks after uh, the the general election of even years, or or two weeks, uh, three weeks, three three Tuesdays in every every year, there are organization days where the legislature gets together uh, for one day 
and they elect the officers of the caucuses and who the secretary of senate will be and who the who the president pro tem will be and and uh, they organize their chambers and uh, and it's opportunity for everybody to get back into town to file pieces of legislation and uh, and and so that the new people who who uh, were were elected in well no it was it was in 2022 that new people are elected were organized in 2023 you know because there are new members be, uh, be due to uh, resignations. There will be new members in the chamber today, being Tuesday, and uh, it's an opportunity for them to have old home week and uh, and uh, organize themselves for what will be a very very short session coming in 2024. Abdul, anything we need to actually like, pay attention to on Org Day? I mean, is it uh, like I said? By the time this airs, it will have obviously happened, right, Jim? So I mean, we'll yes. we'll be in the rear view here, but for the purposes of people hearing it today. Uh, the Indiana Capitol Chronicle had this headline, less aggressive legislative session coming, State House leaders say. So, I mean, is there anything big that's going to be on the table that you say, wow, this is going to be the issue this year? Uh, you have a, have a couple of issues of the year. Uh, I want to say uh, uh, Indiana is really good when it comes to workforce, uh, sort of you know, the best place to, put to, to start a business, which uh, was established the other day uh, during, the, during the Indiana Chamber's uh, sort of legis- pre-organization day panel. Uh, I thought there was a lot of talk about reading and truancy, which I thought was interesting, because uh, I was still trying to get sort of back to sort of pre-pandemic levels on both of those issues. Indiana has been sort of struggling uh, that issue. Uh, one issue that will not be on the table, because <laughs> I asked the first question in our sort of uh, media availability, uh, can we expect to see any gaming legislation? And I'll give Rod great credit. He was like, don't bet on it. Yeah. It is not going to happen. So It's going to be, uh, anybody, Abdul, it's going to be like paint drying. Uh, nothing's yeah. going to be done constitutionally. They can, they could, their session can go till March 15th starts in early January. And I would imagine they'll be out, uh, sometime before the end of February. It's going to be very, very brief. And, uh, every the, the half, when did you set, say you think it's going to be done? When? Oh, uh, it, it, at least if, if it's, if it's March 7th, I think that would be late. Wow. I just don't think there's... Yeah, yeah I, agree. I agree with Jim. I expect to be out of here by the end of February. So, so, I mean, and so that's interesting because, I mean, you still have major issues that they have yet to even address. I mean, I'm talking about things. The property tax thing is still totally out of control. Right. That we were told by multiple people, oh, it'll, it'll take care of itself once the interest rates go back. It hasn't. Prices are higher than they've ever been. We've had, you know, like Mark Deedle, our, our real estate expert on the Kendall and Casey show. And it's not... And they're just going to go, well, good luck. Well, keep in mind uh, there is a on uh, ongoing budget, uh, two year budget. We're in the first year of that. Number one, number two, uh, the, the uh, Senator Holman has his tax committee that is is trying to thoroughly go through the issue of taxation or state, and so uh, and 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 property taxes is the focus of that rather than income taxes. So we there will be a lot of pressure on the twenty twenty five. Uh, session so uh, the the legislature uh, probably will adopt do no harm and let, let's let's uh, uh, let the committees do their do their due diligence and and uh, come with some strong uh, packages for the 2025 and uh, let's go re- get reelected and, and get out March 3rd. 
Uh, last week, we did the whole uh, much of the issue on the water drama involving Boone County and Tippecanoe County and this plan by the governor and the IDC to move hundreds of millions of gallons, it could be daily, from Tippecanoe County to Boone County and the huge pushback with that. Jim, is there any chance, because you know how these lawmakers think, if you're this these Tippecanoe area lawmakers in that general vicinity, that they're going to try to put something together for this legislative session saying, wait a second, we gotta we got to step in here? Well, well first of all, <clears throat> uh, you have a lame duck governor, and you have, what, 66 governor candidates? And uh, governor candidate, huh? 67. You mean, you, you mean 67. 60s. Oh, you're always oh, people running for governor. <laughs> yes. Jim, what, what is going on here? You have multiple governor candidates who are trying to make hay politically on this issue. Uh, you, you have uh, now what the legislature, I think, to a person probably respects the Indiana Finance Authority at the helm looking at future water issues in central Indiana and uh, should a big tenant uh, be uh, included in the LEAP project, uh, you're going to need that central Indiana uh, water study. And so uh, there will be people that uh, that will be calling for examinations and, and analysis of what's actually going on in Lebanon all the way to Lafayette. Uh, but when it's all when it, it's all said and done, uh, the utility chairman uh, for the Senate and the House will um, will defer to the Indiana Finance Authority, uh, waiting for uh, uh, their their response, which will be quick. And uh, But there may be some noise. Uh, again, you have a governor who's kind of a lame duck, and so uh, we, we, um, we'll have to look towards the IFA for its, its findings. Abdul, anything big, anything, anything, or is it just going to be let's check the boxes and then adios, like Merritt said? I think it's going to be a big, oh, let's just check the boxes and get out of here before anybody can do any harm. Yeah. Because also, too, you got to keep in mind, uh, it's a short session. Uh, people don't want a whole lot of drama this go around. It's also an election year uh, come next year as well. And also you got lots of uh, candidates for governor who may have a, like a legislative agenda who they got that that type of pressure as well. So, no, no, the fun today will be what happens sort of outside the hallways. Yeah, I that's where usually that's, is that's, right. That's where I tend to do my work. <laughs> Rob Kendall, Abdulakim Shabazz, Jim Merritt, the program Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, um, let's talk about the governor's race because obviously it's game on now there with the election season. They're getting a little frisky, Robert. Yeah, they are. I like this. So maybe some pulse in these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eric Doden has fired the opening salvo. He's got an ad running where he's got, I believe it's like a sheriff of some sort, attacking Mike Braun over his plan to end the qualified immunity stuff that, of course, famously had a huge meltdown on the Tucker Carlson show a couple of years ago. Uh, Jim, I think this qualified immunity thing is a weird thing for him to go after because I don't think it resonates with people outside of the law enforcement community. Um, surprised he went there first. Well, I'm not because the the uh, this issue is has been resonating in law enforcement world. I've had several law enforcement officers and and, and people that I respect uh, tell me that uh, Senator Braun has an issue here that um, he's got to be careful about. And so Doden's been doing his polling. He's been doing his listening to law enforcement. And um, and, and he's trying to put uh, an issue in the middle of the governor camp- campaign uh, that he thinks has traction. So this didn't surprise me whatsoever. And um, 
you, you see salvos coming back from the Braun camp towards Doden. And uh, so it's going to make it very interesting for the next six or seven months for us. Uh, Abdul, are you surprised, one, Doden started with Braun, and two, this is what he started with? No, because uh, remember we talked about before, if there, if there was a quote-unquote front runner in the race, it would probably end up being Mike Braun because Mike Braun's incumbent U.S. senator. So by default, uh, he's got the most name ID, particularly amongst Republican primary voters. And you got to remember, that's what these commercials are geared towards right now, is well, those Republican primary voters. And what's the big issue? You know, quote-unquote law and order, whatever that means. Uh, you know, law and order, we need, to, we need to protect our public safety heroes, make sure officers have the tools they can to put the bad guys behind bars, keep citizens safe. You can tell I've done this before. Yeah. Well, and, if I'm Eric Doden, I, I make yeah. it, I explain uh, to the primary voters what qualified immunity actually is. And, and tend to simplify it down. Well, that, that's the hard thing, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the got terminology the, has to go. You got thirty seconds or a minute in an ad, and if you got to spend, good luck even trying to do it in that time. But if you got to spend all that time explaining it to people, oh. you got to hit. You say risk. You just say real easy. You say he's trying to strip protections from law enforcement. Bam. Yeah. Bon. Yeah. Just you, 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 simple you, you, as you don't even mention qualified immunity. Yeah. You just say he's trying to he's trying to protect some trying to reduce the protections that, uh, that our public safety heroes have. Some some along those lines. People are like, huh? He's against police officers. Yeah. Here's a weird question for both of you. Do taxes even matter anymore? I was talking about somebody that, about this yesterday. When I first got into elected office, that was still the front and center thing. Like property taxes had just been put in the Constitution. People were fired up about that. They were defeating re- referendums left and right. With Braun, he voted for what is the law. I mean, it's not in dispute. It's the largest tax increase in Indiana state history, and it goes up every single year. And nobody hits him on this, and I have no idea why is the front runner. That's not what they're going after. Is it just people don't care anymore? Jim, I'll start with you. I think people care about property taxes. I, I you know, you know, I've had this age-old conversation debate about about gas taxes, and and but property taxes uh, that res, uh, registers with senior citizens and and most citizens that. Uh, that that if you can see your property taxes being paid now for those that pay it in their mortgage it's not in your face but oh um, it's in my face jim <laughs> i see it every single time well yeah and and you're you but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but b- bottom line is 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 uh, i don't believe that the lieutenant governor's acts of tax has probably registered with people yeah. uh, because there's no it's 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 simple but there's not a simple solution. I, I just, it just seems like to me if I'm running an ad and I, Braun is the guy I'm going to go after, Mike Braun voted for the largest tax increase in Indiana state history, and it goes up and punishes Hoosiers every single year. Boom, that's the ad. Now make him respond to it. Why? I just don't understand if you're Doden, like he handed you that issue, unless you just don't think the taxes matter anymore. Well, maybe that's coming. Uh, but he Doden picked the issue that a lot of law enforcement officers are very sore about. And, and and that's kind of the foundation of our society is law enforcement and 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 emergency personnel and um, after getting all the signatures that we think yeah. uh, that he needs to be on the ballot uh, he followed that up exactly with what I would have done if I were a governor candidate and I think Eric did a good job of he's starting to grow you his li- constituency you like him don't you well you I, like I, I I want to okay. see I, I want to see candidates who uh, put legitimate issues into the public domain, yeah. uh, and and uh, and make this a race on 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 policy rather than if who's got the most money. 
and you know maybe I'm out surveying everybody's opinion about what's going on. Uh, I want to know what candidates think rather than what they think that Hoosiers think. And I th- uh, and and Eric is is. Um, is he's building the wall and got, brick by brick. We got about a minute left here because like Curtis Hill came out with an economic plan and it stinks. Like there's nothing inspiring about it whatsoever. It's like he was just checking boxes and is like, dude, you got to be the guy that has big ideas. And it just seems like when it comes to these economics and taxes, these guys, Jim Abdul, they're just checking boxes and trying to go see. We 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 handled it. Mm-hmm. They're not really passionate about it, and I don't get that um, anymore. Um, well, we got also got to keep in mind too that you know the public's uh, attention span went from an MTV music video down to like down to like a TikTok video, so so you got to uh, understand all that. Uh, I, I do. I will say now that uh, 2023 is done, we're going to do a lot more uh, deep dive. Been talking to candidates, uh, find out what their policies are, so we can actually sort of have these discussions uh, a little bit more intelligently and a little bit more thoughtfully. All right, uh, Merritt. Yes, you're great. Find him at Jim underscore Merritt on Twitter. Merritt in the morning, the podcast. Abdul at IndiePolitics.org. You guys are outstanding. I'm thankful for both of you, and I uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving. You as well. You too. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdul Keeb Shabazz, the program, a statehouse happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Jim Merritt. He's on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. And don't forget his very fabulous Merritt in the Morning podcast. You can find it on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Merritt in the Morning. Abdul, he's on Twitter at ATTY Abdul, at ATTY Abdul. And be sure to bookmark his very fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. Me, I'm on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall. And you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Jim Merritt, for Abdul Kim Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.